This is 400 Plus. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Reverend Robert Yarborough. Reverend Bobby's a reverend here in Chicago. How are you, Reverend Bobby? I am wonderful on this morning full of liquid sunshine. It is just fabulous out here today. Well, Reverend Bobby, I was I, I I didn't do much research. I just went on the on the uh, internet. I did not know you wrote a few books, Reverend Bobby. Tell us about your books, man. Well, the first book I wrote, you know, because I was um, the Lord's Prayer is one of my favorite prayers. Back in the day, the ancients, you know, used to say it fifteen times before they would enter into any healing exercises or the covering of issues for the people in the community or anything like that because it's so strong in the affirmative statements that uh, the way show my boy Jesus laid down so I decided that I was going to write a treatise on the Lord's Prayer um, you know basically you know reciting the prayer in the way that it's accepted by most of us and then i shared with people how i used the affirmative statements in the prayer and what they meant to me you know reverend bobby as i do life the way i do it and then i kind of like you know made a third part you know for those who are really astute you know once the name of father son and holy spirit for people to uh examine you know, the Lord's Prayer and how they might practically apply it to their life experience. Because, you know, we always are trying to help and uplift. We always are trying to be that clear vessel through which the healing and prospering power of God flows through. I can't love, but God can love through me. And so, you know, you always try to do that and, and, and put something for the people, man, because that's what it's all about, the people. Well, and then I wrote another book yeah. called 28 Days, and it's like, let's take this 28-day journey, you know, through ourselves, and it's designed to move people from the dark that they experience every day in their life to a neutral state, you know, throughout that 28 days, and then build on that to have them start to see the goodness of God, you know, uh, God's sovereignty in and through all things because we get caught up into what we think we see most times. So those were just a couple of things I did for the moment, blah, blah, blah. They're both on Amazon, you know, the prayer that Jesus prayed and 28 days. And, you know, they're both good reads from what I understand, especially, you know, those who ordered it for their people, use them for their devotion and stuff. You know, the prayer that Jesus played. I was shocked that people even, you know, took it that much to heart to do that with their people. So, you know, God is amazing, you know, and I'm glad that I do what I do and live how I live. Well, Reverend Bobby, you are, are a reverend. So uh, uh, when will, when will you quit doing what you do? I don't think ever because, you know, I'm kind of hardwired for this. This is kind of like, you know, the reason God put me here. You know, that big book they talk about in the Revelation that's opened up and read and stuff. You know, that, that's all in the big book. You know, all that little garbage stuff that I used to fight my way through. That was the little book I wrote on myself. That's the stuff that had to go, you know. So, you know, you know, we all are purpose driven, you know, when we come to this life, work out stuff in our soul and at the same time, uplift, help, you know, love one another. So 
you know, since that is what life itself is about, um, I, I am never going to quit what I'm doing. I mean, never is a long time. You know that. <laughs> I say this because, you know, you're, you're but, but, but when you understand that, that this thing is eternal, I mean, how long is long? I mean, like, yeah, it's a long time. I'm just joking that that you're born in the 50s. And then let's face it. Some people. No, do, I was not. Well, you're born in the 40s. I was born in the 50s right at the beginning, man. I say, I say you're born in, in the, I say you were born in the 50s, like the 1950s. Oh, I thought you said I was born in the 70s. No, 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 no. It's all good. Oh man, I'm fitting the bop you one, no, no, brother. You you a little older than me. Now to think about it, that's people who they they have a health challenge or they have declining health, and that you know forces them into retirement or they you know it's time to give it up. I get it. You know what? You know what? The people that have reclining health is the people who think that they're supposed to be sick. Man, the only thing wrong with me is my knee go jiggle jiggle every once in a while, and I can't run across the street in front of the traffic. After that, man, you know, y'all better go somewhere with that sickness stuff. And there are people who are still healthy and in good mind and, you know, things are working pretty good, but they have retired and I'm and or made or and they have they have a expertise. They have something to offer. They have wisdom, but either they haven't found a lane or a job or a non for profit where they can, you know, provide their services for people. Or they just say, you know what, I'm just tired. I work for 40 years and I need to go to the rocking chair. Uh, well, you do, know, do you think do you think it's people really, should people should use their gifts to the very end like you're going to do? But see, but see, I think I think that's a, a very narrow perspective on it that you just shared with us, because the people with stuff to share are always willing to share. And you get around some people who don't want to hear, do nothing, listen to nobody that have no wisdom and you busting your head up against the wall, man. You 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 find that you don't have to do that because you've accomplished and you've done what you're supposed to do in this life. So you can lead that along. I say that because, uh, you know, you, you, you were born here in America. And you know when take, you when take, you were born take, in the, when you were born in the fifties. Wait, wait, let me. I got to say this, to Reverend Biden. When you were born in the fifties, we were still Negroes, right? There you go with that we stuff again. Well, well, you you what don't you call you, what you, mean, you wait, 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 wait. This is four hundred plus. I'm just saying what I'm trying to say, Reverend Bobby. All jokes aside, is that there are we have a lot of issues. Sometimes we have a little bit more issues than other people because we are descendants of the slaves. And I think too many people just say, hey, I'm going to take care of me and mine. I don't care about them Negroes over there. And that's one reason why we have more issues than other groups. Do you agree or disagree? I don't disagree? think so. If they did take care of me and man, then we all would be cool, Mark. You know, that's the deal. You got to take care of you and yours. Then everything be cool. So I can't agree with that. You don't have to agree. We're having a fun conversation. Yeah. We, okay, yeah, we have a lot. We have, there's a lot of reverence like yourself. There's churches everywhere. There's a lot of reverence like yourself out here. There's a lot of church out here, but we have some more issues. Uh, that's not your, you're not the reason why we have more issues, but don't you think more of us should find a church or some religion or some philosophy to get into to cut out a lot of the foolishness we have in our community? What I think is that it's going to take a building of the spiritual man and the spiritual woman in order to solve our problems. I'm not going to sit here and say what road or what avenue one should take. I don't do that. But I will agree that it is a, that it is a spiritual uh, emptiness within us that we need to uh, fill with some God. And 90% of the time, you don't find that in no church. 
You know that. That's that's why you don't have a church, Reverend Bobby. No, I don't have no church because God said I'm on because of the mission God put me on. And what do you mean I don't have no church? The church is within me, man. You think I don't touch people's lives, don't walk people through cancer and healing? Yeah, I know what you like mean. That. I mean, you Just don't have a physical have church. No you know what I'm saying? Stop, stop, stop. Because a lot of people feel that way. You have to attach to a church. You have. I don't have to do that in order to do the, the to perform the job that God gave me. And a lot of people feel that way. So I'm not. I'm not harping on you. You know, I'm sharing for those that feel that same way. Well. You don't have no church, so you can't be legitimate and stuff like that. Oh, 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 you know, and I have to shut them down, man. And you know what they do? They walk on away from me with their silliness. I was uh, last point, then I'll have you uh, in the show. And this is a long time ago. I was watching John Hope Franklin, the famous historian John Hope Franklin's on C-SPAN years ago. And he said, that, of course, his family moved from some town in Oklahoma, Arkansas, somewhere, Louisiana, I think it was, because of the racism. Then they moved somewhere near Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they met the tribalism. Of course, they had to deal with the tribalism among <coughs> African-Americans. Of course, this is damn near 100 years ago, but it's still with us. And he said the fight was between the different church denominations. And do we still ha- I'm not part of the church, but do we still of have do we, do we do. have to have divisions, divisions among African-Americans because of the different oh, denominations? Of course we do. Of course we do, because you'll hear ministers from the pulpit say stuff. I'll be Baptist till the day I die. Or you'll hear new thought ministers talk about the difference between us and orthodox religion. You hear, you hear, you hear, you know, they get in the pulpit and preach, you know, this, we all under Jesus stuff on Sunday, but two seconds into their sermon, they're preaching divisiveness and separation. Stop it. Stop. Yeah, yeah, Mark, it is. I say, I say that because, you know, my big push on this podcast is that we have these tribalism like all groups do. But our tribalism hinders us. Uh, I was I would say just as much as racism. I understand racism is the root cause of our tribalism. But we sting yeah. like if we focus on racism and not our own little tribalism. We ain't got to be best buddies, but we have to be respectful of each other. That's why I have, I'm not a big fan of Rogan Nash religion, but I'm but I will have a Reverend Bobby on the show. You understand that. But it's like it's like if you take, you know, my prime example, and I heard this, you know, and I feel this, you know, the honorable minister, man. I mean, I heard him last year say, man, I done told y'all everything. You still ain't trying to believe it or or stuff. So I'm going to step back and chill out and cool some as you talk about retirement. But he has not stopped doing what he You're does. You're talking about Minister, minister Farrakhan, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I said the honorable minister. Oh, well, I, I was trying to put in the fire con to make sure. Well, I mean, that's the only one there is. I know, I know. I'm Reverend sorry, Bobby, you, you're you. a great you're a great guest. You, I, you, you're a wonderful person. No, so, I'm not, because I'm too jaded. Mark. I know, you I know. know well, you're not as more jaded than me. In the podcast, with a little hope <laughs> and a little wisdom, Reverend Bobby. Even though we look for things to go back to normal after our current condition, they're not. Things have changed and everyone in the world has been touched with a change. So my hope and upliftment is let that change in you show forth. 
let that change from 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 this current condition show forth. My my I'm gonna give you the word these words of wisdom. And they from my baby girl out in California who was upset because you know, you know, they shut down her whole life, school, um, job, and she's finishing her college and she was just devastated. But then a few weeks later she said, Daddy, God has given us time to be with ourselves so we can know ourselves. And for those who are struggling and that kind of stuff, be with yourself, know yourself, so the struggle will end. The struggle's cause you don't know who you are.